you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Welcome, everybody. We are going to be talking about interiors today, but also about the holiday season. Oh, it's Among Us. I'm so excited. It is Among Us. We've been setting up for it in store here at Alice Lane. And we can feel it in our bones right now. I wish you guys could be here and smell what we smell and see what we see. Because well, it's here just so we hear. Oh, do you guys listen to Christmas music early? We do here at the showroom. So yes, and it was very loud yesterday, yes. and it really was awesome. It was a little bit like if any of you watched Gilmore Girls when the first snow comes, and Lorelai is so excited she can feel it in her bones that it's going to snow that day. It's like a magic in the air. Oh, it's good. Fraser fur, you can smell that. The music's going, trees are going up. It's just, it's amazing. And it's, and it's only November people. So yes, so good. Start early. Um, I just got my latest issue of Veranda Magazine, okay. which I love. I don't know if you guys love it, but it is such a good mag. If you don't get it already, do. It's kind of, it's up there with um, like El Decor for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I even like it better than Arc Digest. It's a little bit more relatable, mm-hmm. and it's just ex- it's really extraordinary homes. But they're a little bit more um, relatable than some of the stuff that you can see in Arc Digest. But anyway, I opened it up, and I don't always do this, but I read the editor's letter, and it started with a quote. And so I wanted to start this episode with that quote. It's it's by Elsie DeWolf, and those of you who don't know her, which is probably all of you, she was the first, she was known as the first American decorator, and she used to say that she gets paid for her taste. Isn't that interesting? Like, it's such a simple way to say what an interior designer is. Like, today, that would probably be more of a decorator, Mm -hmm. and and obviously, she wouldn't have had the technicalities of using the software programs and, and everything that we do, but... But yeah, she got paid for her taste. So this is Elsie DeWolf. She said this, be pretty if you can, witty if you must, but be gracious if it kills you. Mm. And I loved her starting off like that. And then they go on to talk about in the letter being gracious and what that means. And we felt like that was really noteworthy and worth talking about today because we are getting into the holiday season. And kind of what does it mean to be gracious? Oh, to be gracious. I feel everybody, Jess, on the daily, she makes some type of remark about graciousness, about when we're presenting or when you're hosting a party, that whatever the attitude or spirit of the hostess is, is the attitude of the party. Yeah. So if you're uptight and you're stressed and you're just like running around frantic, that's going to be the energy of the party. But if you're just calm and you light the votives and you sit down with your guests, like everyone will be at ease. And that is, I think, 100% Jess. She's always, yes, I've never been to a bad party at your place. Oh, and you. I think that's because you're the one, you're the host. I have to tell myself that before the people come, because you are so nervous running around frantic, trying to make sure everything is perfect and that you've thought of everything. And then you're just like, take a deep breath. However you feel right now is how everybody's going to feel. Exactly. And you just don't want to, sh- you don't want to put that on everybody else. So if you open the door and you're like, get in here and you hug people and you're like, I'm so glad you came. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, this year we're trying a little social experiment. I probably shouldn't admit it, um, but I'm going to do it because you're my <laughs> close friends. <laughs> Those of you that are actually listening. So we, this little experiment happened when we were at market, we were at a showroom and there was a really handsome gentleman out front and he was just greeting us as we came in with a big smile. And he was like, come in, you've got to see what the latest is. Have you come into the showroom before? And we're like, 
we haven't, but you're so handsome and thank you for the invitation. Like nobody ever thinks to just Mm -hmm. stand outside and welcome you in. And it really changed the way that you were shopping. And it was just kind of like this really human element that was so awesome. And so I said this year for our holiday party, can we have... Um, can we have a couple of, of these buddies that we have? Can they just come and dress up nice? And can they just welcome people and give them a compliment when they come in? Because then I think they're coming in and they're feeling confident. You know how when somebody gives you a compliment, they're like, yeah. oh, beautiful lipstick, Sue. And you're like, oh, thank you. And mm-hmm. then you feel like this extra little boost. And mm-hmm. I think you kind of straighten up a little bit and you walk different. And you're like, I have great lips. You know <laughs> what I mean? You just have a spring in your step when somebody gives you a really oh. lovely compliment. And so these guys I have coming are going to be all dressed up and they are going to greet people and be smiling and give a compliment to every guest before they come in. And I just think that people will come in um, feeling a little bit taller. So I'm excited to try Amen. it. Yeah. Amen. And the thing about getting a compliment is you're more quickly to give somebody else a compliment. Yes. So everybody is just on their best behavior because you feel great. Yeah. And hopefully and it will kind of dissolve that mm-hmm. feeling of being intimidated because, oh, geez, we're coming into this thing and I don't know what it's going to be like. And I don't know if I'm going to be enough or whatever. So I think right away, the focus won't be on what you're not, but what you are. And I hope that they'll just walk in a little bit taller. Isn't that just such a great tip in life? I love that. Like always be that person that welcomes people into the door. Yeah. At the house, be it when you walk into a space, find somebody and compliment them because it really does just make a difference in the whole atmosphere of the room. Definitely. I love that. That's graciousness. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I'm really excited to, to give it a try. So Anyway, it's so beautiful right now. Oh, and it is. I know it's funny to go places and see, whether it be Costco or the grocery store, any retail environment right now has holiday out. And you're like, oh, geez, not yet. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. But it is fun to feel that way longer mm-hmm. and not just feel that way for one month. It's fun. It's fun that we get to feel it for two months. I know. I'm like, why wouldn't we want to feel it longer? It's so much work to get up and then it's over in a second and you're yeah. busy and getting gifts and everything outside your home. That why would you want to fill that a little bit longer. So let's talk about being the hostess, shall we? Yeah. It's kind of an intimidating thought to be hosting a lot of people or even just a few, but I really want everybody to just try it. Even just a few people that you're super comfortable with, because you're going to all this effort to put up a Christmas tree or to decorate your house in some way. A few things that you can do that will make the space feel magic or just to kind of give the party a little bit of magic is it's really simple. If you just turn off your overhead lights, turn on your lamps, only your lamps, and then just light some votives on the surface that you're going to be entertaining on if you're dining, or just do whatever you can to really um, avoid the feeling of super bright light. I think it just feels a little bit more magical. People look prettier in low light with a little bit of sparkle going on the table. So that's a lot of fun and automatically like the ambiance just gets even better. If you can have fresh flowers, that's always like such a luxury. Yes. So put those where they can be seen and where they can be like smelt and, and that will add to it as well. I really yeah. love that. The conversations will be better. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I t- you tell more secrets when it's low lighting. Yes, totally. Can't tell a secret in fluorescence. And if it's ever. not overwhelming <laughs> to you, if you can use real dishware and yeah. not use paper plates, mm-hmm. that also, I think the food tastes better. And like it the does. clink of forks and the whole thing, it just sort of elevates the whole experience. Yeah, and it kind of tells your guests that you are worth the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, definitely. I want you to use the fine silver and I want to bring out the good stuff for you. Yeah. So again, it's just kind of that 
that subliminal compliment. Uh-huh. So I love Subliminal that. Subliminal compliment. I yeah. love that. When I go to like someone's house for like a party or something, uh, I always love when they have something that's different. Like, mm-hmm. um, and, and by that, I mean like different from like when I would just normally go over to their house because it gives me something to like remark on. Uh-huh. I can be like, oh, like this is awesome. And it's kind of like a conversation starter because sometimes when you're at a party, it can be like maybe a little bit awkward if you're like the first one there. Yeah. But just having like a difference in the feel of your home when you're entertaining versus kind of like mm-hmm. when you're not is just, I don't know, it's makes your guests feel more comfortable too. That's one thing I've noticed. So whenever I have people over, like that's something I try to do. Yeah, you know? that's great. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse... Do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't. I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care sleep health if you just head over to cozyearth.com and use the promo code dear alice for an exclusive 35 percent off you guys we don't have to wait for a sale you can use this anytime again the code is dear alice for an exclusive 35 percent off better sleep awaits you with cozy earth i love that i love that by the way that voice that you guys just heard was Corey. um cory is awesome he's been on our team for seven years now yeah yeah, yeah. And Corey is also a musician. He has his own band called Spirit City. And while he's not being a rock star, he works at Alice Lane. And so he is producing our podcast for us. And we're so happy to have him and his expertise on this to make sure that we are talking straight in the microphone and we have our earphones on (laughs) and we know how to stop and start this thing. And also just another point of view is nice because we get going on things and it seems really normal to us, but it's nice to have Corey jump in and say, Hey, what does that mean? Or here's another question people might be having. So it's been really helpful to have him be helping us and producing this and getting this out there. So all of you can hear it. So anyway, Corey, thanks for being here. Thank you. And that fun little ditty at the beginning and ending of our podcast. Oh, yeah. That's Corey. The music. It's so good. Isn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. And and my buddy Stu. So shout out to Stu. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's all about who you know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We're a lot together. We're glad we know Corey. He's great. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Amen. I bet you're a great host. Uh, I I do my best. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone can get better. So, (laughs) yeah. I love that. So besides candlelight and low light and fresh flowers, um, what are some things that you like to do, Sue, too? Do you have like games or do you have like a certain type of food that brings people together that everybody loves? I love a charcuterie tray. 
I love a cheese tray just because everybody, I'm, I'm into finger foods. I mean, obviously you can yeah. use a fork and knife if you really want to on your cheese board, but I just love the effortlessness of that. Uh-huh. I love that people can just like come get a little nosh and just start, start the party without having a full course. And I just, yeah, I love the look of it. Yeah. I love the casualness, but yet the prim and properness of it. And I love a cheese tray. I also love before a party, I usually, we talked about lighting candles, but I think the scent is so important. Mm-hmm. And so if you have like food cooking, then that's what you want to smell, you know, or if you don't like the food, you turn on the vents, you put on your favorite candle and like have that, you know, smelling like the season. Mm-hmm. So I love that in music. That's so good. I think music really sets yes. the tone. A- I amen. Love. Yeah. yeah. Amen. amen. I just, that. you know, if it's, if it's a really fun party, you put, you know the tone of the party by the music. You know, guys, kind of like when you're some, watching a movie. Give us some things that you guys are, would put on for a party. You guys are love the music. Oh, if it's if you just like want, I don't know something just like that you're not going to sing to. Like French cafe stations, I think are always like a good one. Just like to have in the background that makes people. It's usually like in a lovely key, and you don't have to sing along because you unless you speak French, go for it. Um, but I just think it's just like a really nice ambient if it's. But again, it just kind of depends on your crowd. Yeah. Depends on what you're celebrating. Um, Back so. to the charcuterie thing. Yeah. Well, actually, no, Corey, tell us music for entertaining. Uh, if if like you're on the a musician. holiday party, I just love the classical like stuff from like yeah. 50s, 60s, totally. maybe 40s, like Crooners, Christmas sort of music. Yeah. Just, yeah. It has just like, to me, it has just like cooler, like softer instruments, like trumpets and cellos and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, yeah. And yeah. And it's, it's classy. It makes mm-hmm. it feel like, oh, this is like nostalgic Christmas, at least yeah. to me. I mean, if you're into like Katy Perry Christmas, I guess, you know what I mean? That could be your thing. Not mine though. But, yeah. You yeah. do you. That's yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> That's great tips. I love that. I also oh. love the idea of the charcuterie because oftentimes parties start after dinner time. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, it's like seven o'clock and some people eat at five or six. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, it's enough food that if you want to keep noshing on it, you know, then you won't be starving. Or if you've already eaten, you can just have a little nibble. But it's not like you have to offend the hostess by not eating everything on your plate or making her feel like it wasn't delicious or make sure people know if it is dinner that dinner's going to be served so that they can come hungry. But if it's like game night with girlfriends or, um, you know, whatever reason to, to get together and celebrate, I don't know. I find myself at some of the parties that we go to and little events, I find myself not being able, able to really ever get to my food because you're talking with people yeah. and you don't want to put food in your mouth because you're talking. And so I feel like a cheese tray is great because you can pop a little grape in your mouth and keep talking and you don't need a fork and knife to cut the food. It's not as big of a commitment. So nibbling foods is, is going to be, I think, really an easy thing to still feed yourself without completely overwhelming your senses, you know? Yeah. And the accessorizing around a cheese tray is really fun too. Like the board, you Uh know, like the big, huge breadboard that you pull out and you layer everything on there. And again, that just adds this like casualness, this rustic element to it. Your cute little cheese cutters and things. I just, oh gosh, the whole romance of it. I just can't get enough. I love a cheese tray. Yeah. Good one. I love that. Anything else in entertaining that... Um, kind of makes a party magical that we should tell the people about music, candlelight, music, candlelight. low light, great compliments at the door, not Ooh, being anxious. Fancy drinks. 
fancy <laughs> drinks. Yes, something sparkly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just always fun. Like when you talked about just the real plate, real glasses, I think uh-huh. just like the clink, the feel of it, you know, when it goes to your mouth, I just, I love that instead of a plastic pixie cup, you know, yes. maybe you feel fancier, pinky up, you know, like yes. you can't help yourself, so but feel, fun. but feel special. Yeah. So and toast, right? Yes. And toast. I yeah. love that. That's fantastic. Um, one of the things that seemed really normal to me growing up, my mom is, I was raised in a family of six kids. So my mom always made everything XL, like extra large always. And to make Rice Krispie treats, she gets out the turkey roaster and throws cubes of butter in it, piles of marshmallows, boxes of cereal. And these things are like loaves, Rice Krispie loaves. Like they're so big the way she cuts them. And I thought that was normal. And then I entered into the real world and people were giving me this small stuff. And I have no idea how I'm not 375 pounds. <laughs> it's really weird that I'm not yet. <laughs> but anyway, she's just a really generous person. And I love a generous hostess. And so when you talked about sparkly drinks, I was thinking, don't just buy enough for one glass for people. Make sure and have a lot of it, you know, Definitely. because I think you want to be, to me, gracious also means generous, that there's plenty for everybody. And there's like this feeling of abundance. You don't want to make people feel like they can't take any more off the charcuterie board and that they're all on a supermodel diet or something, you know, mm-hmm. like you, it's, it's the holidays. And I think you can put on a really generous spread and give people continue to refill their drinks for them. And, you know, just be noticing, be noticing like what they're eating or if they're, if they don't like anything on the board, that maybe there's something else you're offering them maybe having a little bowl of chocolates on the table. So once they're done with the charcuterie, they can move on to something sweet. Um, but yeah, I think having a lot of little different things around, but then have a bag of something in the back that you can refill it with and just being really generous, I think is always important. Amen. Yeah. I always get nervous when I see like a small portion or like if I go to a family dinner or something and they're not used to like feeding a big group and there's like not very much, you're like, Oh, I better be I better be very sparing with this because I can't, (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to be the pig that ate all the Brussels sprouts, you know? So totally. I love that. Just being gracious with your portions and the variety. I know we talked a lot about the cheese tray, but I like the chocolates and having little desserts and, you know, gracious drinks and just, I don't know, know your crowd too. know what they love, know what the theme of the party is Mm -hmm. and build it around there. And it's really fun. Yeah. Is there any little games that you love to play with people? I was just recently at a gathering where um, they had us write down one thing that maybe nobody knows about us Uh and throw it in the basket. And then um, they'd pass the basket around and people would pull out and they would read one of them and we'd have to guess who it is. But it gave us a little insight into something about them that nobody would know. And it's just kind of a good way of just sort of, and a lot of people would start to elaborate on that thing. They're like, oh my gosh, you were a synchronized swimmer? What? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just so fun because you're like, how and why? And, and, and they laugh and I don't know, it just feels like it, it breaks the ice and gets, you know, the party going yeah. in oh, an I easy way. That. That I'm trying a- to think. Another great thing during a party is that the best parties have the most intimate conversations. Mm -hmm. And so you can have little breakout moments. Um, You mentioned if it's a baby shower, yeah, of course you're going to have a big circle and kumbaya moment, but really for these intimate parties, it's best if you do have these little break off moments where you can have just sit and have a quiet conversation with somebody and get to know them. Yeah. I feel like Um, whenever there's a big room of people, nobody's really all having the same conversation. mm -hmm. Husbands are talking to husbands, wives are talking to wives and really you can only hear each other 
like if you're sitting close because you've got music going on and you know, there's ambiance, the lighting's not as bright. So you really are just talking to like maybe one or two people at a time. So Mm -hmm. as you're thinking about how to, if you need to like do anything different with your furniture arrangement, I don't want anybody to feel like everybody needs to be all having the same conversation. It's always going to be a lot of little conversations. And I think that that adds to how great the night is, is that you get to know people better on a more intimate level. Because something about having lower light and um, being in those type of settings, like really opens things up a little bit more. You can kind of get into a deeper conversation with a mood like that, which is really fun. Yeah, often at parties, there's people that you don't know. Yeah. And so I think one thing that you've mentioned before is when everybody gets there, if you can do a brief introduction, if there's a lot of people from different, you know, facets of your life, mm-hmm. do a quick introduction so that they know how you know them. And therefore, when they do find themselves in the same corner, they have something to talk about and know yeah. how they know you. And then they'll start to develop a relationship, which totally. is really. Yeah. And if you're able to open the door, like we talked about and like give a compliment and bring them in, then you can be like, everybody, Abby's here. She was my college roommate. She's the best. She tells the best stories. Whoever gets to talk to her tonight is so lucky. It's, it could just be a little thing like that, but making intros. So then Abby walks into the room and she doesn't feel like a stranger. Cause she's like, Oh geez, somehow Jess knows all these people, but I only know Jess, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I think it will break the ice for people right away to give them a little ditty about that person. Um, We'll also be kind of a gracious hostess um, trick. I love that. And one of the questions that we did get kind of relates to that says, do you recommend updating art and other more permanent items in your home to reflect the holiday? I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a really interesting question. Um, I, we don't really change out art at our house. I remember my mom had a great big old fashioned, pretty heavy, like serious, beautiful portrait of like a Santa Claus that she had had. And I don't know where she got it, but it's nothing that you could see in a store today. It almost felt European or something. And so she would change out. I think um, there's a family picture that sits over the mantle. She would take that away and put up the big old Santa Claus and then line the mantle with stockings. And so during the holidays, of course, is the only time you really want to picture up of Santa Claus. And I thought that was a beautiful substitution um, my maiden name is Lukinge, which is European. And so um, she always sort of has a more European sort of heavier sort of Christmas feeling that feels very um, German to, to us. And so it's really fun to go home to mom's house. She like is full throttle when it comes to Christmas. And it really feels like an old ski lodge or something the way that she does it. And I love that. I really, really love that. So that's the only substitution I've ever seen in my life for updating art. Um, but I would say it would be less common um, than common to do that. As far as like um, other permanent items for your home, gosh, I don't know. I feel like it's all just accessory type items. I, I don't agree. feel like anybody gets a new sofa or a new armoire. One thing would that, that we, be fun though? <laughs> one thing that we talked about, it would be so next level, but I love the idea of it, is um, when we were building Rachel Parcell's home we were talking about possibly, or wouldn't it be fun to make a second set of front doors and make red doors for her? Cause she has a big white estate of a home. And so it was a little bit of that Elizabeth Arden moment where there's two red doors. And she was like, Oh yes, Drew, let's do that. Let's make a second set of doors and have them painted red. And because he's a builder, if they wanted to, they could switch out the doors. Guys, this is so crazy. I know you think I'm wacky as heck <laughs> for saying this, but if you are an influencer, which she is, Um, and you really, she always iconically takes a picture in front of her front door every Sunday. 
it could just be a lot of fun for hosting parties if you have that ability and your, your husband's a builder and has good resources yeah. to get a second set of front doors, but that's not Think normal. Bigger. The holiday doors, yeah. <laughs> yeah the yeah, holiday doors. Switch, switch on the exterior doors. Y'all can do whatever you want. I mean, if you're a party thrower, it might be a lot of fun, so we're not going to tell you not to do it. But for the most part, nobody really permanently changes out things. Um, they just sort of add to it with more fluff and tickle. Yeah, the right yeah. type of florals or like yeah. branches or things, depending on the season. I feel yeah. like you do that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I have editing. a big ginger jar in the middle of my hallway in a center hall table. And so I take out the cherry blossoms and put in, you know, my winter um, furs and stuff mm -hmm. for that. By fur, I mean F-I-R, not F-U-R, <laughs> but like the fur branches. And I hang like little um, ornaments from my chandelier in the center hall. And so that all just has a lot of vibrato and it's really fun to look at. But for the most part, we're just adding to, we're not like completely substituting anything permanent for another, you know, for another thing. Mm -mm. Yeah. Another thing too, when you're talking about your mom and the stockings, turn on the fire. Yes. For your Turn on a fire for your party. Your That's lamps, great. Your fire. Make sure people have a surface to set a drink on and turn on the music. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Drink tables. Make sure end tables are all there. I know that's one thing. Sometimes Holding stuff on your lap is kind of, it, it again it's gives nervous. a nervous feeling and you don't want your guests to feel nervous. Mm -hmm. You just want them to want to sit and stay for a while and be like ultimately comfortable. Exactly. So if you decorate all your tabletops like to the brim, make sure that you leave some blank space. Yes. Maybe just for drinks, for, you know, plates and things. Um, so just hold back a little bit when you're having your party and then go crazy when everybody goes. I love there that. That's great. Well, awesome. I hope this has been fun, you guys. And remember, be pretty if you can, witty if you must, but be gracious if it kills you. Happy holidays, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 